Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most fun in the morning. Yes, another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the one and only, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Dr. Frederick Douglas Haynes. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing today? Man, blessed man and highly favored. Happy to have you this morning. You know, we always waiting on that good word you got. Oh, I appreciate you, Ricky. I'm so excited about this word because all of us can relate to the fact that life will beat you down to the point that you are down, to the point that you are depressed and discouraged and distressed and ready to give up. But our song today basically says, I almost let go, but God kept me so I wouldn't let go. That's good news right there, that God is in the keeping business and that God will keep you. God will preserve you. God will hold on to you. I've discovered God may not take you out of uh, that situation, but somehow God will surround you with God's love and God's peace and God's strength in the midst of what you're going through. And before you know it, you will feel the keeping power of God. It's almost as if God wraps you in God's arms. And when God wraps you in his arms, the good news is nothing can get to you unless it goes through the arms of Almighty God. That's a shout right there. And that is whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, it can't get to you unless it goes through God. And listen, if it gets through God, it's because God gives it permission and purpose for what it is that is happening in your life. And so the good news of the day is you don't have to give up. You can hold on. And even when you feel like you can't hold on, here's the shout. God is holding on to you. And when God holds on to you, God will give you peace that passeth all understanding so people don't even understand how you're keeping it together while your world is falling apart. When God is holding on to you, God somehow gives you just enough strength to deal with the stress and the mess that is trying to break you down and beat you down. And when God is holding on to you, the good news is it's going in the end to work out for your good. So I don't want you to give up. You keep looking up because God is holding on to you. The testimony of the day is I almost let go, but God kept me so I wouldn't let go. Yes, sir. That's a good word, Pastor Hayne. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, thank you, Rick Smiley. You can catch me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at FH Unscripted. And check out my sermons on my YouTube channel, Frederick Hayne. There it is. All right, Pastor Hayes, let's get into some music. Love you, man. I know that's right. Love you. Have a great one, Rick. Hey, you too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. 
All right, so Rick's about the morning show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday headlines. The math skills of eighth graders in American schools dropped last year by the largest amount in the past 50 years, according to a government report known as the nation's report card. Only 26 percent of students were proficient in math and 31 percent of eighth graders were proficient in reading. The test scores of American students have been declining since 2012 and the pandemic made things worse. Unfortunately, things still aren't leveling off. In other news, an an excessive heat warning is in effect for North Texas until 8 p.m. tonight. At least seven people have been treated for heat-related illnesses since the heat wave settled in on Monday. Now, temperatures were reported as high as 115 degrees in certain areas of the state. Lastly, the national average of price, uh, national average price for a gallon of regular gas is three dollars and fifty eight cents. That's down one dollar and thirty nine cents a gallon from a year ago, according to Triple A. Now, Washington state has the highest gas price, an average of four ninety three per gallon. Mississippi has the cheapest price at an average of three oh one per gallon. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Gary, what tea are you pouring this morning? All right, yeah, let me tell you, Maria, honey. Brian Sadzaz, honey, he's the stepson of British billionaire Hamish Harding, y'all, baby. He took time to let Miss Cardi be having, honey, for criticizing his attendance, y'all, at a Blink-182 concert while his wonderful stepdad, y'all, was lost at sea. Now, he also pointed out, y'all, that TMZ responded to a thirst trap also that was posted by an OnlyFans model. Now, this guy, he said, what a posh trash celeb, he wrote, honey, of Cardi B. He said, Cardi B trying to get clout, honey, off of me and my family suffering. He said, I went to a Blink-182 concert for coping rather than sitting at home and watching the news. Shame on you, Cardi B. Get some class, honey. He was very angry because Ricky D, Cardi B went out on this boy. Said, how dare you be at a doggone concert and your damn dead, honey, in a submarine, and they can't find him and what have you and stuff. Wait a minute. Yeah. So he was very angry. So some people said, well, you know, okay, now, it, 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 it indicates that he's maybe have forgotten his stepfather is currently lost in a tin can. They said, mm-hmm. yes, honey. Now, they're saying that he faced that criticism because, you know, he felt that, you know, it was calming for him to be at a concert. And he should be able to be there. His daddy would definitely want him to be at that concert. So Cardi B need to hush her mouth up and stuff. So if y'all had somebody like SC, you know, uh, in a situation that y'all knew they were dying, would you uh, be at a concert or would y'all, you know? I think we we all black. Which, it depends on which family member it was. <laughs> if I got song, you damn right I go to the concert. Rick. Right. Depending on who concert it is, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Ticketmaster don't do refunds. <laughs> okay. Oh, then, I feel so sorry for that. Yeah. That's his daddy, honey. And, he, and then they was meant somebody in a damn tin can. But anyway, honey, we're going to keep all parties lifted up in prayer. Hopefully they find them because they got a few more hours left before they mm, find those mm, people mm. in that submarine. That's so sad. It, it is. is. You know, when you're reaching the things you do. All right, yeah. the Kahlua today, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is sangria. On the high end, you say sangria. And on the low end, you say beautiful red. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Lord have mercy coming up next in the hot spot. Ike Jr. done got arrested. Wait till I tell you what he done done up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tet <laughs> And this is the hot spot. Oh, we bring you music, movies, and more. <laughs> 
So let's get off into it. All right, now, Tina Turner's son, Ike Turner Jr., was arrested during a traffic stop in Texas days before the music icon passed away. And according to People, Ike Jr. was arrested on May 6th in Alvin, Texas, over a busted light. However, authorities seized 1.7 grams of crack as well as meth during the traffic stop. What? Yes, and according to Alvin Police Department Captain QT, Arndale officers uncovered the narcotics after the 64 year old tried to eat the drugs and dispose of the evidence. Oh, wow. Yeah, 64. Uh, well, anyway, since his arrest, authorities have been reportedly, they, they've reportedly held on to Ike Jr. Uh, on a $70,000 bond at the Brazoria County Jail. Now, we all know Miss Tina passed away um, last month in Switzerland at the age of 83. Now, this is Ike's son, so I don't think Tina's husband or nobody else is going to go get this 64-year-old man and a $70,000 bond. He probably gonna be sitting there until whenever. Because who gonna get him? So if he was 64, that means Tina Turner was like 84, 85, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and you 64 and you still smoking crack. But... And, you, and then you, try, you tried to eat it to hide it. Yeah, all, all of them still living those special guys. I swear the oh, crack yeah. heads survived COVID. Me. Once they survive COVID, they... <laughs> they was drinking the vaccine. <laughs> It's, I don't need no needle to let me put in a shot glass. <laughs> you said they were drinking the vaccine. Out of a shot glass. All, all, them, all them crackheads in their 60s. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't kill them. They're like baby kids. They don't know. They multiply. <laughs> and, they, and they clean because they don't look bad. They, they all, all of them, they look good, man. Oh, my God. Okay, y'all. Moving on. Uh, producer Jason Barton has claimed that Nicki Minaj stole his Barbie War song idea from him. Um, he said that it was originally Saweetie's song, and it was supposed to be on the track, but she was replaced by Nicki and Ice Spice. And, of course, he took to social media um, and told his followers, we crafted a record that was sent over to Nicki to hop on and submit to the Barbie soundtrack. Uh, she said she was going to do it, then all of a sudden a new version was created. He said, yes, it's a sample. You can do what you want, but anybody that's in the business knows that that's not how this works. Uh, Barbie will be released on Friday, June 23rd. So, hey, I don't nice. know. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know. I mean, what would y'all do if, if y'all gave somebody a song and then the song was kind of redone and put out? But, don't, but, but, but see, that stuff end up in court. And I don't know how... Um, those judges decide uh, on beats. Do they have a musical background? How does that work, Brett? You like know, you take I, somebody... guess you, I guess you got to have the, the proof. And it right. has to be solid proof that you created it, came up with it. You know, a sample is a sample. You know, anybody can use a sample. And if you pay for the sample, then it becomes your sample. Right. So, you know, it just, it just depends on the business part of it. So... You know, I can't wait to hear the song. I mean, and I can't wait to see this Barbie movie. I think it's going to be really, really funny where Barbie comes to life. Um, all right, y'all. Well, we going to wrap up the hospital on that note. But coming up next, Special K got the news you absolutely, positively cannot use. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> all right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is about that time. Uh, y'all give it up and show your love for right, right now for comedian extraordinaire Special K. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, now, ladies out there, uh, I'm doing this for y'all, ladies. I'm always on your side. I'm always in your corner. I always have your what? Your back. Uh, I got a list of guys that will never, ever, ever cheat on you. 
Now, these are the guys that you need to be looking for out here in these streets. All the single ladies out there that's trying to lock it down with somebody, get that ring on it. All that good stuff. You need to find these guys. Now, today's news is sponsored by AI Keisha. Have y'all heard about AI Keisha? We talk uh-uh. about all these robot uh, lawnmowers and robot vacuum cleaners. Well, AI Keisha is the first artificial intelligence robot wife that's black. Now, once she's with you for 30 days, she knows how to nag, argue, complain, go to sleep and wake up with an attitude and refuse to perform certain acts. So it's just like the real thing. (laughs) So y'all look up, look up A.I. Keisha and see if you can be the first one in your neighborhood to have a wife that you're paying for that don't like you. so quick and let the Mm. battery die. Just pull her, pull her plug, pull all them wires loose. Mm. Now, these are the guys that won't cheat on you, ladies. Give me, give me, give me something soft. Uh, uh, super day. Super give me something. Day. Yeah, give me something soft. Yeah, give me. Uh, I should. I, I might just say pause right there. These are the guys that won't cheat on you. Any dude that spend the night and get up and iron your work uniform for you while you in the shower. That's what? a good dude. If if he get up and iron your Popeyes chicken uniform for you while you in the shower, that's a dude that ain't gonna cheat on you. Any dude right. that lets you get in his car and change. The music changed the radio station to put your own music on while y'all riding. That's a dude that will not cheat on you. It's dudes it, out there that be in love like that. I'm telling I had, you now. I had a couple of them had me like that. I'm telling you now. Any dude that'll come to your house at night and read picture books to your kids before they go to bed, even though they're not his kids. <laughs> come on now. That's a good dude. That's a good dude. Any dude that'll come and help coach your son's tenant under church league basketball team. God. That ain't none of his son, but he going to go and coach that team. And he not even the head coach. He the assistant coach. If you know how to braid your daughter hair real neat with lines and grease, even though it's not really long enough to braid, and she is not his daughter, that is a keeper, ladies. Any dude that lets a you keeper. sleep. A dude that can braid hair and have your hair looking like uh Come nah, on now. Bro. That, uh, any dude that can, that can do a little girl. Just a keeper. <laughs> well, yeah, and he could also be your best your best hangout buddy, too. We're going right. to leave that right there. A dude that lets you sleep with your head on his chest all night. Oh, hell no. He ain't cheating. Any dude that lets you put that heavy head on your on, on his chest all night, he <laughs> ain't cheating. You, you. you got that one sweat spot on your, on your oh damn chest. Oh, my God. And oh. you got to lay there and, and let the ceiling fan dry yeah. it up. And then one, one half of your chest sleep and, and you when you get up in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, you're lightly trying to push your head off. I don't know. Oh, it's a yeah, lot. It's hard when that your arm go to sleep. We know. Oh, and if she got that bonnet on, now you got that grease spot on your chest. God. If you wake up in the morning and kiss you right in the mouth before no, either sir. one of y'all brush your teeth, you're going to stop by that toothbrush before you say good morning. Mm-hmm. Rick, you ain't never kissed a girl before <laughs> she brushed her teeth. Never. That's a, bad, that's a bad chick right there, boy. Yeah. All right, if y'all go to the drive-thru to get some chicken nuggets and they forget to put your sauce in the bag and he give you his sauce and eat his nuggets dry, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's a simp at that part. Cheat on you. Any yeah, dude yeah. that wears short sleeve dress shirts that's not a manager at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> ain't there T.I. <laughs> on the short sleeve? He ain't here. T.I. out today. Hey, y'all, we can talk about it because he ain't here. He wears short sleeve shirt. Right, he be wearing short sleeve, uh, short, short sleeve, sleeve button up shirt. shirt. Yeah, with them uh, pockets. Him and uh, uh, Super Day wore it one day. We talked about it so bad. He Super Day. What happened to that uh, that short sleeve dress shirt you wore when we first took over for Tom John? You ain't wearing no more. Oh, he I had still two, got it. He had two pins in the pocket. <laughs> I just don't wear it here because I'm judged. <laughs> <laughs> what guy? What guy? 
What color was, was it? Light was that light blue or that was all the way white? He had light blue with a little pink in it. Like you work at Office Depot. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Big shout out to Hot 103 Jams, KPRSFM, Kansas City. Hey, what up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's excited. Women all over the world are excited, y'all, for Miss Larsa Pippins, y'all. She's the beautiful ex-wife of Mr. Scotty Pippin and the wonderful girlfriend to Mr. Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael and Juanita Jordan. Now, it's being reported y'all that a judge has ordered Scottie Pippen to share half of his Chicago Bulls retirement funds with his ex-wife, Miss Larsa Pippen. Now, according to the court documents obtained, they're saying that Larsa is entitled, honey, to half of Scottie's um, Chicago Bulls 401k and his savings plans trust. Now, the document specified y'all that she is legally entitled to 50% of all account balances as of the plan's um, valuation amounts closest, closest to the date of their separation back in November 2016. They're saying, in other words, honey, she gets half of the amount that has accrued, y'all, in the account from 1997 when they married to 2016. Now, the order also stated, y'all, that Larsa is entitled to the full amount, honey, in the plan regardless of what is currently in the account, meaning, y'all, that she can seize 100%, y'all, of Scotty's amount you know, in that account. And they're saying Scotty only made $100 million, honey. So they're saying baby Miss Lawson is definitely getting her change. They're saying Marcus is happy about it, honey. They'll be able to do some wonderful things, Damn. travel all over the world, honey. And they're saying, y'all, that the order stipulates that the full amount be paid in a cash lump sum and is to be distributed, honey, to Lawson's account as soon as administratively possible following approval of this order. Now, they're saying that the order was signed by a judge, honey, on June the 16th, y'all. So ain't that beautiful? Yeah, Is that, is that fair? Yeah, well, that don't seem fair to me. Yeah, that's damn fair. She was married to that man. So honey, okay, but they've been divorced for a long time. But they going back from when they started the marriage until they divorced. So, yeah, she needs to get her coins, honey. Mm. Period. So, honey, give me some money. I ain't mad at her. Nah, okay. If it's hers, it's hers. That's right, honey. So, and that just think Marcus, honey, he don't have to worry about spending no more of his daddy money. Lost her have some money to help spend on him and stuff, and they could travel together, do things together, honey, and live a happy life. So, congratulations, Lost. A lot of women need to read her book, honey, and see how they could get their coins when they leave from these men that decide they want to cheat and do all kinds of other things. Now, learn some losses. That's right. That's a good way to put it. So, congratulations, Lost. All right, moving on in other celebrity news. Y'all, it's a, this is a very interesting story, y'all. It's being reported, y'all. Now, listen to what I'm saying. 
Tyler Perry did not finalize a deal to buy a majority stake in BET Media Group, which includes VH1. Now, they're saying y'all that a fake news website spread the rumor that Mr. Perry finalized the deal, beating out contenders like Byron Allen, Sean Combs, and 50 Cent. Now, they're saying y'all that the founder and CEO of Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta is reportedly y'all. They're saying Tyler is balking, honey, at the $3 billion price tag that they want for that Ellen Network. Now, they said, quote, he is used to getting his way and is frustrated, honey. They're saying the final bids are due by mid-July. Now, the company um, wants y'all roughly 10 times the $325 million valuation of BET Media Group, according to the New York Post. Post. Now, they're saying, y'all, the Post um, said that Mr. Perry 53 is losing patience with the drawn-out process to acquire the network after making an offer of half the $3 billion asking price, y'all. So... You know, they're saying media mogul Byron Allen also pitched a deal for the network. Now, they're saying Mr. Allen, 62, is already a major player in the cable television industry. Now, his portfolio includes Atlanta-based The Weather Channel, Comedy TV, Pets TV, and more in the Allen Media Group. Now, they're saying the deal will give the buyer full control over BET Media Group, which also owns BH1. Now, Mr. Perry, 53, already owns a majority stake out in the streaming service, BET+. Plus. Now, BET+, Plus charges $9 and 99 cents a month and has yet to score a breakout hit according to the AJC's um, Rodney Ho. Now they're saying now that, that um, the media mogul Robert Johnson launched BET out back in 1980 to compete with MTV Music and back when MTV refused to um, air music videos featuring black artists. So mm. there you have it. So y'all, so Tyler doesn't own BET as of yet, but I'm sure he's going to probably acquire it. He has a lot of stake in it or what have you. So we're going to just follow that story and see how this all turned out. So I just hope somebody get it, whether it's him or whether it's Byron Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope that they that they get it. I, I, I just, you know, it, it yeah. would be good for the culture. It'd be good for, um, you know, all of the actors, actresses, uh, rap artists, uh, R&B artists, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, to have something. Because, man, back, going, going to L.A. and going to New York to, to try to sleep in your car just to try to get on TV and mm-hmm. to go through what they went through, you know, what all of the people went through to, to be where they are, yeah. uh, to have something like this, uh, right, you know, there in Atlanta or whatever. And uh, I, I was on the studios for the first time the other day. And I, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I hope that he gets it. Yeah. So, but Ricky, what about this? What about, I mean, won't they, can you think about anybody just joining forces? That's what I was thinking. You know, like, you know, Byron and um, Tyler get together and they both own it. I mean, you think that would be a good idea or it's just good for one person to own it and just say it's all mine? <laughs> it just depends on what their uh, relationship is and have they done business together before and, uh, you know, what's, what's you know, who's going to be the, uh, Percentage uh, who's going to get 51% or versus what is 51 versus 49? Like, Not, it's yeah. a whole lot of little technical stuff, uh, yeah. uh, that goes with that. But, uh, I just hope that one of them get it, like, for yeah. real. Might yeah. also be some creative differences too between the two of them because you know Tyler Perry has a very specific kind of style, yeah, true. So that's good. Well, yeah, we that's why him it. and Oprah, uh, di- you know, probably had their disagreements. Uh-huh. Right. I, I uh, wanted to go there, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, I mean, they it. had disagreements, I mean, you know, yeah. you know, they had different creative differences. It was creative yeah. differences yeah. because he definitely respect Oprah because oh, yeah, her name is on stage one in that big building when you first exactly. go on Tyler, Tyler Perry studio campus in the first building, yeah. you see it's the Oprah Winfrey stage. Yeah. 
And to my to my recollection, honey, um, had it not been for Tyler Perry, I don't know who we'd be watching on because Tyler Perry brought a lot of his stuff to on, and we started watching on because we wouldn't watch it on initially because she didn't have really a lot of stuff for Africans in America. So, but when Tyler Perry joined forces with, that's when more people started watching. That's just to my recollection. But right. all right, the color today is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, sangria. On the high end, you say sangria, and on the low end, just say beautiful red. That's your color for today. All right, then. Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. All right, y'all, it's my morning show. Brent, you ready? Time to wake up. Yes, time to wake up, y'all. 866 Ricky. Let's go. From Mississippi, I'm calling everybody in Mississippi to wake up. What's up, Kyler? Brother Marco Meadows in Louisville, Kentucky. Peace. My name is Armani. And my name is Dylan. And we, we want to wake up our mothers, our sisters, and our fathers. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. I would like to wake up my kids, Malcolm, Malkevia, Teosha, Tequosha, and Alex. Mommy, love you guys. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Christian, and I'm from North Carolina, and I want to wake up my mama, my daddy, my sister, and my daddy, and my grandpa. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up in the morning. Miami North, that's 84. Grand Pyramid, had King, Rodney, Harrison, Ficky, baby, baby. Kansas City, wake up. Wake up. Columbus, wake up. Cincinnati, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. West Palm Beach, wake up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hello, may I speak to Angie Murphy, please? Speaking. This is Nurse Jenkins up here at Grady Parkland Memorial Hospital. Yes. And uh, you just had a baby a few weeks ago that was premature. Yes, I did. The baby is still up here at the hospital. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. What's the baby name? My son's name is Dontavious. They got us calling because Human Resources might have to run some more tests on the baby because they What's found... What's wrong with him? Nothing wrong with the baby. They found traces of Crown Royal in your breast milk. What are you talking about? When they took breast milk from you to, yes. to give to the baby, they found traces. Of what? Of Crown Royal and Patron oh, no. in uh-huh. your breast milk. Is this Angie Murphy? Yes, it is. And my son is Dontavious Murphy. And, and I don't drink and, that well, stuff. Well, they said that they found Nouveau, Crown Patron and Jose Curvo. There's got to be some kind of mistake because I don't even like that kind of stuff. 
And I would never give that to my baby. Well, ma'am, uh, we know you've been drinking during your pregnancy because your breast milk is light blue. You drink hypnotic. Excuse me? Have you been drinking hypnotic because no, your breast milk not. is light blue? No, I have not been drinking no damn hypnotic. Why would I give that to my child? Why yeah, we, underst we understand like that? that you're under a lot of pressure since the I'm baby under is. I'm under a lot of pressure because my son was born a month early. That's why I'm under a lot of pressure. And I okay. Was to give my I'm not drinking well, while I'm Well, why is your uh, breast milk light blue? I don't know what you're talking about, my breast milk being light blue. It's so bad, some of the nurses sipping off of it getting drunk. You got me f***ed up. When did you call me? I called you a bitch. Now I'm a bitch. Tell you what, I'm going to get a damn baby to a white woman. I will come down to that hospital and whoop your ass if you try to take my goddamn baby. We are not giving you back that baby today. Where's my son? You're going to have to take that up with the judge. With the judge? Your judge will be Gregory Mathis. What the f*** are you talking about? Excuse me? I said, what the f*** are you talking is about? Is this Angie Murphy? Yes, it is. Stop asking me that. They said that they found hypnotic in your titties. No, they did not. Is your baby named Freddie? My son is Dontavious Murphy. I'm so sorry. We got the wrong number. We're, I'm sorry. Mother Hello? 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 Yes, sir. Uh, Black Tony, what's going on? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. My, 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 my bad. Come but, on, bro. Man, I apologize. I apologize, but I can't... Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a little lightheaded right now, a little delirious. I don't I don't feel like I would be really uh, what's the word they use uh productive if I kind of work right now because I did something yesterday. See, every time I try to do something good, it's still it's it's like Bruh. when you try to do something good, it still go bad. Son. And I tried Bruh. to do something good yesterday, and now I gotta fix it. So I'm trying to work. I'm trying to make it there still for y'all, Lido. Uh, but <sighs> Rick, Black Tony. Really? Come on, bro. You you been really? off all week. You was off all last week. Cause I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain to you what I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not in my best health right now. I can't kind of work because I'm weak. I'm feeling real weak and dizzy right now. Why? Cause I I gave the blood troubles in the hood yesterday, and I, I went to donate some blood, but I think I gave them too much. Because I've been dizzy. Oh, they talking about you might be a little lightheaded, but I've been dizzy. Oh, now I gave too much, so I'm waiting so on the open So you donated blood to the Red... Shout out to the Red Cross. So you donated uh, blood you know, to the Red Cross. I don't know if it was them. It was just it was some people that actually asking, could they get some blood? Yeah. And I think I, I gave them too much, and I'm waiting for them to open back up so they can keep something back up in me. No. So I can get oh, my wow. back. Pause. What? I'm trying to get some. I need to get because they put my name on. I put. It, I broke my name on a little on a little piece of tape. Put it on the thing. But I need them to skeet some of that blood back up in me because I'm feeling no, dizzy. So I no, think bro, I gave them too much. That's not skeet, a good excuse, bro. No, shout it. I'm telling you, I'm weak. I need some of my blood back. I just need like about a cup back up in me. So how I, many how many pints did you donate? I don't, I don't know how much it was, but it was too much because I'm still weak and dizzy. But my mama said, if you go back over there and ask them, you kept your receipt. I said, yo. She said, well, go over there and ask Bro, them. Bro, that ain't Walmart. You just can't go. They don't blood. When you donate blood, man, they don't have no return policy. 
Shout out if they can pull it out, they can skeet it back up in there. They can take the same. Hey, man, you got, man, just say they can put the blood back in it. Stop using pause, bro. You can't talk like that. You know you're on the radio, right, John? I'm trying to, I'm just trying to, John, you ain't never gave too much blood, and then you ask them, can they just step the needle back in and just, just like, squeeze it back up in there? Just squeeze it back up in Man, stop saying it like that, bro. You're violating all kind of man laws, man. You know the trap listening to you. <sighs> I'm just, I'm just trying to keep my conjuring right now. I'm sitting out here waiting on, hey, waiting on them to show up. What? You know the checks came in today. They came in early, so we're gonna get our checks today. What today? Thursday. Uh, what time they gonna be up though? They're mm-hmm. in now. We already got paid. Okay, well, soon as they keep this up in me, I'll be over there. All right. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Even the worst of heathens try to get righteous when they think the Lord is about to tap them on the shoulder. <laughs> Listen, if I wasn't so sick, I would give you one of these across your ugly lips. <laughs> Who you call an ugly sucker? <laughs> I'm calling you ugly. I could stick your face in some dough and make some gorilla cookies. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's the best right there, man. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and a clue of the day. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ricky, two months ago. Actress Tia Maori and her wonderful husband, actor Corey Hardrick, they settled their amicable divorce. Now, they're saying the details of the settlement have been revealed, and here's what it is. Now, they're saying that the sister, sister star Tia Maori has officially settled her divorce and will not pay a dime in support to her ex-husband. Now, according, right. Well, wait up. Now, according to the um, new legal documents obtained by the Blast, Ms. Maury and Corey Hardrick, honey, agreed, Ricky, on a simple settlement that will allow each of them to help support their children together on an ongoing basis. Now, in the filing, they're saying that the former couple agreed to share joint legal and physical custody of their two kids. Specifically, the duo will split the costs associated with raising their family, including private school tuition and fees for extracurricular activities. Now, this is a good part. 
They're saying, y'all, that the famous actress is getting something in this deal that is quite valuable. Now, they're saying in the agreement, Miss Mari will get full ownership of the family's home in Studio City. And they're saying it should be noted, y'all, that this house is only worth $4.3 million. Now, they're saying, according to the um, report, they said it's um, a 4,871 square foot home on 8,496 square foot lot with only five bedrooms and six bathrooms. Now, they're saying the home is currently off the market and it was um, last sold in October 2015 for only $2.6 million. And they're saying, in other words, they've made quite of a profit, y'all, from buying that home. And, you know, they also got some stuff where they're saying that each partner cannot see the, um, cannot be seen with another person up to six months. The kids cannot be home when those people are there. And, you know, they got to get in touch with each one another and what have you. And, and that's the way it goes, though. So, congratulations, though. I mean, but at least it's amicable, Ricky. You're saying nobody I mean, at least she gets the house because she's going to basically, you know, have the kids at the house so the kids won't be in a, a non-familiar um, environment. They'll be in something that they used to being around. So congratulations on that. And, you know, I mean, he could always get an apartment or something and live in or rent a room. So, you know, congratulations. So she didn't put him out the main house. God. But you know what? That's, that's all a man need. A man don't need nothing but an air mattress in this video game. We, we, we don't mind starting over. We don't need no child support. We don't need no... Uh, spouse support or nothing. Man oh. up, we'll go get us a job at uh yeah. at Valvoline Express oil change and yeah. uh, and start over. We just want peace and happiness. Yep, and I'm sure all those men that you just talked about are gonna definitely have that because they're gonna be you know doing what they need to do. So congratulations to Tia and um Corey on their um settlement. All right, moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all. Um, last week, y'all, they said Martha Jessica White, honey, she penned an open letter to her ex-boyfriend, Mr. Nick Cannon, y'all, after he cut all contact, honey, because she talked about their relationship in a love and hip-hop thing. You know, we kind of talked about that. But this Jessica, I think Jessica was really hurt by it, you know, because she said that Nick, um, you know, he um, imposed, honey, emotional, he was emotionally abusive to her. And some people wonder, what is emotional abuse? So is emotional abuse, I mean, like when you talk to a person just crazy, just talk down to them? and just make them feel less than or is it just ignoring them? I mean, what is Being mean and hateful and making them miserable? So that's what he was allegedly probably doing to her then, making her miserable and just being mean and hateful. Who you say, Gary? That's um, Jessica White, supermodel Jessica White. And, you know, she dated um, Nick Cannon for a while. And, you know, she said he was just emotionally abusive and stuff. So, you know, that's probably why, you know, she left the relationship and what have you. But then he got with those other 12 women, and uh, six women, however many it is. And, you know, they settled with him and loved him for who he was. So I yeah, don't know. Yeah, she on Love and Hip Hop now, Ricky. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's yep. on the new season, so if you check it out, you'll get the idea. And she's a beautiful girl. She almost reminds me of Naomi Campbell. You know, oh. she gives yeah, she gives you name of Campbell and stuff. So, but you know, so congratulations. I mean, you know, when people move on and go on, you know, with their lives and stuff, and you know, do what's best for them. And in my quick for free story, yeah, everybody's raving about Pharrell Williams. They said Pharrell mm-hmm. Williams debuted his first collection, honey, um, as the creative director for Louis Vuitton, honey. So he's the new director for Louis Vuitton, and you know, Beyonce them all was there, and all the stars turned out and stuff. But a lot of people saying they can't wait to see what he came up with them because you know, honey. 
these designers and these rappers that become designers and what have you, know, they come up with some madness, honey. But you know, I can't oh, wait. You know, Pharrell always got some style, Gary. Yeah, he he he, he got a, yeah. So you think he would have more style than Ablo? Uh, uh, what's his name? The one, the Virgil Ablo. I'm not yeah. sure, but I know he's got some style. You know, he's got the, uh, the he had the ice cream collection, and he's got Billy Dare Boys Club. So he's yeah. got some nice he's got some nice pieces. Yeah, and so I, I think that wait. suit he had on that that suit was the new one of the new looks that he had on with those little diamond glasses. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Ricky, you got to get you one of those, honey, to wear out on stage, honey. You know, I think Ricky would like it. Yeah. Really? It's just, yeah, I'll uh, show if you. He, if he okay, could send afford it. Yeah, so yeah. Like it if he could afford it. I got, I, got, I got to look good, Gary. <laughs> you got yeah, to look good. He don't good, know if you can afford it. What do you say I'm be wearing? I ain't never worn Nike on stage. No, I ain't saying Nike, but you, What? You wear enough Nike, you should just might as well wear it on stage, all that mess. No, I don't wear that on stage. I travel in Nike because it, oh. it's like traveling in pajamas. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, put your hoodie on and, and go to go to sleep. And, and you uh, know, wear Nikes and stuff, and they be loose, like in the crotch area. I mean, your balls ain't stuck together uh, when you get off the flight. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> Lord. Okay, all right, thank you. You know, your dad. balls be stuck to your legs. No, you don't. I don't. I don't have that problem. So I don't, don't have that problem. I don't, know, so I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, congratulations, honey. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is sangria. On the high end, you say sangria, and on the lunch, you say beautiful red. That's your Kahlua for today. <laughs> y'all, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Rick and Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. All right, John Rick's Smiley Morning Show. Hey, listen, uh, in the next few days, the Supreme Court could really change or even uh, put a ban on race-based affirmative action programs in college admissions. Uh, the ruling could come down as early as today. Of course, we already know what Clarence Thomas is going to vote on. Uh, so what do you think? Should race be a factor in college admissions? Y'all need to hit us up at 866-966-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, Maria, what are your thoughts on that? By uh, You graduated HBCU. Yeah, I think that it would be tragic. And, you know, Ricky, the Supreme Court justices are getting ready to leave for their summer break. So a decision on affirmative action is expected by next Friday, June 30th at the latest. Right now, they're looking at two race-based admissions programs, one at Harvard, the other one at the University of North Carolina. And there is a lot of backstory, Ricky. So I want to try and break it down. Uh, the nonprofit group soon is called Students for Fair Admissions, SFFA, and was founded by a guy named Edward Bloom, who had been trying for years to challenge race-based admissions policies and voting rights across the country. Now, Bloom claims that the admission policies at Harvard and UNC violate civil rights laws and discriminate against Asian Americans and whites. 
but none of the plaintiffs are students. The charge is being led by Edward Bloom himself. Now, in fact, according to a 2020 survey, 70% of Asian Americans support affirmative action in groups representing thousands of students and alumni of all ethnicities, including Asian Americans, filed an amicus brief in support of the schools. Now, time and time again, since the F, uh, SFFA uh, started filing these cases um, back in tw- 2008, the lower courts have all ruled in favor of the schools. But with new Trump appointees, now this is the thing, Ricky, the Supreme Court is now different and could change longstanding precedent on using race as part of college admissions. So it's real deep. Wow. Well, from what I understand, Maria, the Supreme Court could ban using race and all other or uh, rule that schools uh, use things like family wealth or neighborhood poverty rates instead, which could still help minority students. Either way, um, one expert in education said that simply ending racial programs without coming up with something new would devastate black and Hispanic communities. Now, they're already predicting a decline in college enrollment for blacks and Hispanics. All right, so uh, what do y'all think, uh, given that uh, uh, systemic racism still exists, which it does, uh, some people would like to argue against that, should race still be considered when applying to college, or is it time to come up with a different affirmative action plan? Uh, Maria, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you, I want to get you in special case thoughts on that. Man, it's just so tough. I personally enjoyed my experience at HBCU. I think that every uh, black a student could benefit from attending an HBCU, not just from an academic perspective, but also just life and experiences and culture and becoming um, an adult. Um, and I also think a lot, Ricky, about AI and what the future of college looks like overall and if this is even going to matter um, in the future. So there's so many layers to this. I mean, I think it's going to matter. I don't think people are just going to stop going to college just because of advancements in artificial intelligence. I think that from a, a institutional standpoint, if the institutions of education aren't forced by law to do the right thing when it comes to minorities, they're not going to do the right thing. And you're going to end up having a situation where people aren't going to have any recourse when they're not able to, you know, when they're able to legally be kind of pushed out of these opportunities. I My think thing is the complaint isn't the right even thing. coming from students. It's right. coming from this Edward Bloom guy. I mean, if the students don't have any issues with it, like what? What what are we talking about? Because it's it's political and it's 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 people in this society. He's a conservative activist, and their whole goal is to you know they wake up every morning thinking what can I do to take something away from somebody that don't look like me. Right, right. Um. Uh. So so special case. So uh, uh, I'm just trying to get a feel for this whole situation. So without the affirmative action, you do uh, do y'all believe that black folks would not be allowed to go to the the University of Georgia, the University of North Carolina, uh, Florida State University, uh, not be able to attend? But um, break that down for me, Kay or Maria. I mean, it's it's a complex issue, and but to kind of break it down to its simplest form, I just feel like without laws in place to force these institutions to at least level the playing field somewhat when it comes to admissions, they're going to find ways to creatively, uh, you know, have a non-level yeah. playing field and, to make and, it and harder for thing. people that don't have the opportunity to get the opportunity. 
Right. And if they're not given an opportunity, I would just encourage and I just hope that all parents that have student athletes that's uh, that's attending uh, the University of Tennessee, uh, the University of Kentucky, uh, the University of Alabama, Mississippi State University, uh, Texas University, Texas A&M University to consider and, and watch this real close because if they being unfair uh, uh, to black folks, uh, students that look like me that are not athletes to start uh, trying to look into uh, sending our kids uh, to predominantly uh, black, uh, to HBCUs, so to speak. Um, you know, because, man, when you hit folks in the pocket or whatever, because y'all know athletics on, on major college campuses, uh, I ain't going to say major college campuses, on places like the University of Georgia, Georgia Tech University. PWIs, yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. what, what do they call them, Maria? PW, pr- predominantly white institutions, uh, colleges out there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right. different. It's different. But also, Ricky, there's another layer. I want black students to understand that you don't need white folks' permission to be great. You don't okay. need, you know, you don't need Say validation it. from white people. So if mm. they shut it down, we will find a way. And you don't need to go to college to be great. You know, right. I know people who are millionaires who have started businesses. I'm like, stop waiting for white folks to give you permission to go out and do great things. Like we don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Just it's just another level for me because, you know, it's like for so long they have moved the finish line for black folks. So if we have oh, we've never started in the same place as everyone else. And if they put us at the same starting point, we're going to run laps around everyone else. And they know this because we're used to catching up our entire right. race. It's been like that for year, for decades, for hundreds of years. So I, I just really hope that black people really lean into our resilience, our power, our ability to do great things just with with us, Come on, with us, you know, so I just, you know. No, 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 no. You, you're speaking, I, just, you're speaking it, facts. It annoys I, I like that. It annoys People need to hear that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to be uh, uh, validated, but I just want all the parents because I know that athletics bring millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. uh, to these universities, and, and if you start feeling uh, discriminated against or whatever, I just want all parents of college athletes that attend these PWIs to. Um, just watch this situation really, really close because, uh, you know, even if you don't go to college, uh, but if you do decide to go to college, the, uh, the HBCUs will be happy to have you. It's, you know, uh, you got places like Miles College of, of Birmingham, Alabama, and in, in uh, uh, Tuskegee University. You got uh, Spelman, Morehouse, Howard, uh, North Carolina A&T, uh, Prairie View A&M. You got a lot of uh, historically... Uh, black University that would absolutely love to have you. But hey, if you could not get through, hit us up on our um, website at rickysmilemorningshow.com uh, to leave your thoughts on that, and we're going to be keeping a close eye on this. All right, y'all, more Rick Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning, man. Hey, good morning, brother. How are you? Man, blessing, highly favored, man. Happy to have you this morning. I know you got a lot of stuff. Man, you know what? I, I want to talk about something this morning uh, that, that I don't think we talk about very often. Have you heard the story that's swirling around actor John Amos? Yeah, we've been talking about that. Uh, that that's been an ongoing thing. What, what you got? <laughs> Yeah, but but I want to I want to go deeper because it, it 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 raised for me this reality about elder abuse, and th- this term has been thrown around quite a bit. But but there's data that talks about the fact that almost one in every ten 
um, people over the age of 60 experience some type of elderly abuse and that those numbers are underrated because, of course, there are some elderly folks that don't report it, um, that are in isolation, that don't have the ability to uh, communicate. And in a day and time where, you know, money is more tight for folks, the economy is, is doing some crazy stuff. Um, we talk a great deal about honoring elders, but there are the elderly that are often the most ignored in our community. And so elderly abuse is, is there, there are several areas of it. One is just straight up neglect, um, where a family member is, is ignored, not paid attention to, not cared for, left to handle things on their own. Um, there's literal physical abuse. There's sexual abuse. Um, there is financial manipulation and abuse. And to think, you know, I think so many of us hold, so many of us have such um, incredible relationship with our grandparents or great aunts and uncles. And, and then there are others who just are uh, taken advantage of. And, and normally, similarly to what's being alleged in this case with John Amos, it's it's often not always strangers, but it's family members. Mm. And so, Rick, I, I know it. what's that. I say you better believe it. And and so there are a number of signs you all that that show that there is potential elderly abuse. Um, one of the ones that just blew my mind was like unexplained sexually transmitted diseases, um, because you have elderly people that are being sexually taken advantage of. Um, there are those that are, are financially around new bank accounts or credit cards when we know that certain elders and, and, and family members have no need for any new bank accounts or, uh, or, or cards or strange transfers of dollars. Um, there's also the reality of bruises. Um, there are homes that are unkept and long periods of time where people are unable to be contacted. And and while I know this John Amos piece has a whole lot of pieces to it, like we all have elders in our family that at the very least need to be checked on, let alone need to be taken care of. Uh, I heard a story recently about somebody who was a caregiver, Rick, um, and the primary caregiver. And at some point, you know, they told friends that they were getting ready to take an extended leave um, to be somewhere. And, and I'm like, how do you how do we take on the role of taking care of elders and then don't take take the role seriously? And so I'm, I'm hoping that we do a couple of things. Rick. One, if you have people in your family that that are elders that, you know, need support, um, create a plan. Um, sometimes. Sometimes individuals take on more than they can bear, um, both financially and with time. Um, if you have the ability, create a plan with family members. I know sometimes, Rick, there are folks that are just unreliable, um, and so we can't trust them to do it. Uh, but they're, they're, we've got to find ways, whether it's through church communities or fraternity sororities or other uh, communities that we have, finding ways to make sure that we don't leave our folks without care. Um Sometimes it's challenging to find a home for folks because they're so expensive, which means that sometimes you've got to be inconvenienced and open up your space. I, I, I am astounded, Rick, when I see elders who have children who live in homes that are OK and they're left alone somewhere else. And I'm not talking about those who don't want to move because uh, we, we deal with a lot of that. 
um, but just those who are just left. And right. so wh- while we hear this story and there's a lot of drama around this John Amos piece, nearly all of us have elders that at the very least could receive additional phone call or one more check in or make sure they have the groceries that they need or make sure that the, the, the snow is shoveled, the leaves are raked, the glass, grass is cut. At the, at, the, at the very least, man, the people who have, whether they've been great people or not, who have spent their time on this earth, uh, let's make sure that our folks transition from a place of, place of peace uh, versus a place of turmoil. And so I just that was just on my mind, Rick. I just I, that that story, the 83 year old John Amos got me. But then I look around at how many of our elders just don't have the care they deserve, not necessarily because of money. And that's sometimes the issue, but sometimes just because some of us are just neglectful. Um, and we got to do better. Yeah, man. I, I, I tell you, I love, I absolutely adored my grandparents, man. It was, it wasn't, uh, I miss my granddad a lot, uh, or whatever, but, uh, I just remember my granddad picking me up from the airport from comedy shows and, uh, he would slide over and let me drive, drive that Cadillac and he would have his bag packed and we would go to my house and he would stay for days. And I just don't understand the, uh, the disrespect. Uh, disrespecting any elderly people, man. I just love them, all of the elderly people. I wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are if it was not for the uh, sacrifices that a lot of them made, Jeff. So that, that's a that, that's a great uh, point that you are making this morning. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. And sometimes, man, we just got to get out of our own way because we tell ourselves what we don't have the money or time to do. And sometimes we got more than we think um, if we just make them a priority. So I appreciate the time on this, brother. Love y'all. Hit me at uh, Jeff's Nation on IG. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are, or even if you need resources uh, to better help you. Uh, These we kids we, we that, uh, do this as a community. Yeah, so kids ever, that my, uh, Mama Church put their grandmama. Uh, <coughs> never mind. Forget, forget the cake. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> no, they, no, they grandmama was uh, coming in there in the motorized wheelchair, and the grandkids had put it on fast, and uh, she was going, <laughs> and it ran down there. <laughs> Full speed and crashed into the drums, and uh, and everybody and y'all know what church this is, and everybody that sat up there and laughed, y'all going to hell because I didn't find it funny at all. So Jeff, thank you. Uh, I hate you. Goodbye. Fix the deal. Fix the deal. Fix the deal. Fix the deal. Twan three sixty. All right, y'all. Rick's Monday morning show. Another episode of Fix It Jesus with the one and only. Twan the Don 360. Twan, good morning. Ricky, good morning. In today's Fix It Jesus, Bishop T.D. Jake says women cannot teach men how to be fathers, especially when they don't have one themselves. Ricky, Bishop Jakes went on to say, just shut up and be the wife. Take a listen to this. If another woman tells me how to be a father, I will open my mouth and flat out scream. You can no more tell me how to be a father than I can tell you how to birth a baby. I don't know nothing about birthing a baby. I don't know nothing about nursing a child. You have to know what you don't know. Shut up being the teacher and just be the wife. How do you know how to be a father? Not only are you not a father, most of you didn't even have a father, and yet you're an expert on how to be. Oh, the men, oh, oh. the men standing up in there. I, 
I have to rock with him. I got to rock with Bishop Jakes on that one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it just don't fit. Braces hurt, but they correct yeah. the smile. Braces yeah, hurt. Honey, I think I would have grabbed what? my purse and walked out of church, honey. You know what, Gary? I would have grabbed my purse and walked out of church, honey. Why? Because I don't really... I mean, how are you going to tell these women most of them don't have a father? What's between the, the difference between a father and a daddy? <coughs> what? Uh, yeah. I didn't say what. I said, what's the difference between a father and a daddy? What? Uh, what is the difference? That's what I'm asking. It was a question, not an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, you are yes, understand. I mean, a daddy is like the one that participates in children's life. A father is uh, the one that conceived uh, with your mother to give birth to you. So right? with that being said, and that means he's wrong. They all have a father. They just well, don't have a daddy. Well, you know what he meant. He meant daddy. Uh-uh. I mean, what you he know said. what he meant. You know what he meant. Stop, stop it. Everybody need to stop. Y'all know exactly what Bishop Jakes meant or whatever. In a father, daddy, daddy, father, tomato, tomato. What's the damn? You know what the hell he meant. <laughs> or whatever. But, but yeah. I mean, I mean, he got it. He got I just got I'm just going to rock with him on that for, 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 for various reasons or whatever. Uh, I can understand a woman's point on uh, here are some things that you could do better to be a better dad uh, slash father, whatever. But uh, I, I don't know. Special K, come on now. Yeah, don't leave y'all. Don't leave me out there, K. <laughs> I mean, look, I feel what he was saying. I exactly know what he was saying. And it's something you said before. Like, a woman can't tell a man how to raise, how to be a dad. I mean, it, it, it's well, my, black well, and my white. daughter... When my daughter got her cycle, I stepped out of the room and I called her mom and her mom came. Uh, both both of my daughters, uh, they uh, the moms came and uh, I'm not saying it happened at the same time, but at different times, the moms came and I stepped out of the room because that was not my place to handle that situation because I don't know nothing about that. You know what right. I'm saying? So, Everybody, so I think you was just saying people have to know their roles. Right. And there are roles. So th- there you go. Uh, and uh, Twan, and how can people? And that video went viral. Yes, it did. So what are what are men saying versus what are women saying on the internet? What what are the comments, Twan? Men are really siding with Bishop T.D. Jakes, and the women are saying basically what Gary said. They would have picked up their purse and walked out of the church. Okay, but yeah. why though? It is what it is, I guess. Tomato. It's a tomato. great topic. Yeah. It's a great thought starter. Yeah. Because yeah, I just want to know yeah. what what was so offensive about what he said. Because the way it was said, Rick, like they say, sometimes not what you say is the way you say it. Gary, you grew up in the damn 60s. You How you that sensitive now? <laughs> okay, because my thing is this, I mean, because, Rick, I mean, if these daddies, fathers, or whoever that ain't there, the woman got to raise the child. Okay, but that doesn't invalidate the point that he was making. The medicine may not be good, but if it's going to fix that what you're talking about ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But honey. some people that heard it may have been triggered when you say, well, you didn't grow up with a daddy. Exactly. You don't know the circumstances around that. Exactly. So, so a lot of people may have isolated just that statement. Yes, yeah, so you know that's what's a good You know they too. say we hear what we hear. Okay, so let's let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Do anybody on here seriously think that Bishop Jakes meant any harm, even if he miss misworded? Oh no, not at all. No, not at all. Mm-mm. No, I'm, be, I'm not, being for real. I'm being for real. Like, you no like, harm, like, like for real, Maria. Do no. y'all really think that he really meant any harm by that? I don't. It's not the idea that he may have been harmed, but the way that came out your mouth, honey, that was really um. Painful. Gary, and we her. all say things that come out the wrong way. You're but a pastor. You know, 
You're but wait a minute, your mom, your mama, your mama, she said things that that came out wrong, but you knew she meant well, Gary. Come on now. Well, maybe I don't know, but that's different, Ricky. You on a platform, honey. My mama ain't on no platform. Everybody don't don't articulate and speak perfectly on. Everybody know what Bishop Jakes meant when he said that. And, and, and then if you look at all of his messages and the things that he teach, you know it didn't come from a bad place. Mm. And I don't have nothing against Mr. J, but it was just, that was just a little honey. That was a sting, honey. That was a sting. It stopped and me. You and I didn't have your, no You would have clutched your purse and yeah, grabbed I your purse. How baby. fast you would have walked out of baby, there? Baby, I would have grabbed my purse and put my finger up and headed on out the door, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have tipped out like that. <laughs> yes, honey. I, I'd be like, okay, Sister Susie, I'll talk to you later, girl, honey. Call me when you get home. And you would have walked hard out there with them, with them yes, Harlem sir. Glow Trotter uh, Gucci pants on with your hands. Sir, baby, baby, and I probably would have been sashaying on my way out, honey, but I would have oh, got man. on the pot of that girl, honey. Yes, sir, honey. You the went, up there, house, went up there look, to the pulpit and did a death drop. No, like the, look, like, Ricky, like, Ricky, the pot house wouldn't have wanted to put me back together again. Let's put it like that. <laughs> I've been talking about all on Facebook, uh, all on Instagram, everybody talking about that missing submarine. Uh, you know, uh, what happened and, uh, you know, where where we are in the search. Yeah, Ricky, um, we're in crunch time right now. The search continues for the mini-sized, uh, minivan-sized sub called the Titan that was carrying five people who were traveling to view the wreckage of the Titanic, which we all know sank in 1912. Now, one of the guests was billionaire businessman Hamish Harding. Uh, the vessel lost contact with his mothership on Sunday morning about an hour and 45 minutes into the trip down to nearly 13,000 feet, y'all. Now, Titan has uh, between 70 to 90 feet. Can somebody give me some math on that? How many miles? Two, oh, two and I, a half miles, give or take a few. How did you do that? How did you add that? How, how, what do you a mile do? is 5,280 feet, so times two, that's uh, 10,500 um, and something feet. So then oh. you add another 2,000 feet to that. So it's almost, yeah, it's almost exactly two and a half miles. It's so well, different than the mile in the car. You went to prison though. for white collar yeah, crimes. Because that's what I was thinking about, um, Brad. In a car, that's different mileage, huh? No, yeah. a mile is a mile. A mile is a mile. Well, well yeah, when you drive it in the car, it takes you a, a mile a minute almost to get to where you got to go. Right. Well, you, yeah. you can't so go 60 miles an hour. Two and a half hours. Water. Right. Two and a half hours, they said it's going to take two and a half hours. You might be able to actually walk uh, two and a half miles well, uh, you can walk two and a half miles in a few in, minutes, but yeah, traveling but downward go, you through water, deep, you can't that go that fast. fast. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that damn thing, uh, that thing, that thing will explode. I think it, or, or they had to get the pressure setting or something. Yeah, and they, Ricky, they said it had between seventy to ninety-six hours of life support, according to the U.S. Coast Guard, which means, according to the latest data, oxygen uh, could run out today, this morning, like within hours. Now, the Titanic lies around 12,500 feet below sea level. Now, for for perspective, the world's deepest scuba dive reached 1,090 feet in 2022. Now, <laughs> that's the world's tallest building. Uh, the Burj Khalifa would only go down 2,717 feet into the ocean, and that's roughly 9,700 feet short of reaching the Titanic wreckage. And the crazy part is the Titanic sub was designed to surface after 24 hours because it's held underwater by heavy weights that helps with the vessel stability. I'm trying to figure out why they didn't have some type of cables or something on it. That's but right. Cousin, that's, that's my cousin. We 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 on Facebook texting about it. my cousin Tracy. We on Facebook texting about it like right now. Like like we we really concerned. We really into this. 
Yeah, and supposedly, Ricky, it's built to be automatically released after 24 hours to send the sub back up to the surface in case of an emergency. But clearly, that didn't happen. And crew members are told that they can release the weights by rocking the ship uh, to knock them off. Um, but I, I, I can't see that happening either. As well Wait, as the emergency. What? They, they can uh, rock the ship. If I guess if they all get together and rock, they could knock those, uh, those things off, the weights off, and it'll float back up to the top. But oh. I can't see that happen if the sink is ship if if the ship is sinking low and the pressure's getting heavier, you, you you're not in control of being able to rock. I don't care how many people it is, like and the currents under underwater, like that is crazy. Also, well, Brad, yeah, and, and in, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Supposedly, no, I was what? gonna say they have an emergency pump too that's supposedly designed to knock them off as well. But I just mm. don't see none of that happening as it submerges so low. Yeah, and only about 20% of the seafloor has been mapped. So just to put that into perspective, you know, you think about people going to the moon. They say well, only like two or three people have been to the bottom of the ocean. They say it's easier to travel to the moon than it is to the bottom of the ocean. Only 12 Ooh. astronauts have spent a collective total of 300 hours on the moon, and only three people have spent around three hours exploring the bottom of the sea. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and they said that's like five people sitting in a minivan. They can't stand up. They can't stretch. <clears throat> I didn't see. I, I, I've been doing research. I hadn't seen a bathroom in there, and uh, uh, you know somebody that pooted in that little can with all of that. Man, I just could not imagine. And then why, why y'all going down there? What you trying to see that damn deep? And you paid two hundred thousand dollars, and you the CEO of the company to go down that deep. To see what? I, it would just have to be some type of other emergency ways to get me up. Like, it, it, two or three or four of them, like, in case something don't work or something go wrong. Like, Brad, they can make a, a cable long enough. I know damn well they can make a, <laughs> if they can make the uh, Empire State Building, they can make a cable long enough to go in that thing and just, okay, uh, it ain't working out. Let's pull well, them back up. Well, the distance, Ricky, is 10 times 10 Empire mm. State Buildings. That's how long. That's how far they down can make they them are. Well, I, damn it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I had to see the movie. I take my ass to the movies and see uh, Jack standing. They, they want to see the Titanic. Now they're gonna see it. They're gonna be in there with them. This is what they yeah. had. Yeah, always I mean, got to be curious true. and go down there and messing with with something. They're gonna see Jack Road. They're gonna find that necklace that lady <laughs> Don't, uh, threw what? out there. What's the noise she made when she threw that necklace out there, Brett? <laughs> All right, well, we just going to keep on praying well, one for them man, folks. One man is from Peachtree City, and I saw on the news the other night somebody from his his office, uh, uh, she was an African-American lady, and I think his initials are PH, and she said he goes down there all the time and whatever, whatever. If he go down there all the time, then yeah, he don't go down there all the time. He might enough. go some of the uh, way yeah. down there. He don't yeah. go all the way down there. Yeah, he make it. That's enough. What, what, that means that wrap much? it up. That, that was Tinkerbell saying it's time to go. got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday news. So we just had a long discussion about this. The search for the missing Titan submersible is now in a critical stage as rescue teams race to locate the vessel before oxygen supplies run out. Now, in breaking news this morning, Ricky, CNN reports that medical personnel and search vessels with extra capabilities are headed to the scene with time running out. It's and Thursday. Yeah, it is. The, the air's supposed to run out today. 
So I don't why, know why they have the medical per. Maybe they're hopeful they'll find them and they can provide some medical. But how are they going to get the, the thing back to the top of the water and they can't pull it up fast? If they pull it up fast, it'll explode. Yeah. They got to, they got to get to it, number one. Then they got to connect something to it to pull it back up. And then they got to pull it up real slow. You like 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 slower than somebody walking. Yeah. Cause that thing can't just go up fast like that, even when you scuba diving. Cause I scuba dive, right? Mm-hmm. Man, you can't if you go real deep or whatever, you just can't be go- like I don't even know why nobody wanna go down that deep. I'm not going past twelve feet. Like like I I I swim in the ocean, but but I don't go past uh, uh, twelve feet. Right. And my ears start popping, start feeling a certain way, and I get I just have a little small panic attack and try to get back to the top. But imagine sitting in, in a damn uh, a bathtub with a top on it, with mm. five other other. That's what it's like. Yeah. And when yeah. they use a the bathroom, you can't stand up, you can't do nothing. I feel bad mm. for them. I feel bad for their family. I mean, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. You know, the mental anguish they must be going through. So we're we're hoping for a miracle, and we'll we'll continue to follow this story. Man, I said my mind start playing all kind of tricks. I mean, look out that damn window and see Jack and Rose. Mm-hmm. They have to, they, they have, they have to kill me. I just tell somebody, just choke me out. Mm-hmm. Man, that's suffering. That's yeah. claustrophobic. Gary, I, Gary, we would have had to kill you. Oh, Lord, honey. Y'all we would have had to take him out first. Start, honey, because I just, uh-uh, I couldn't take it, honey. Sitting up on the water, holding, holding that little mouth. damn Gucci purse. <laughs> yes, honey. But then that give me the opportunity to finally do what I wanted to do with y'all, So, because, honey, we ain't coming back up. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, what? Can <laughs> we move on, on to the next thing? Brad, do your story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? How about we do that, Brad? We're just going to head and wrap up the front page. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Do you care to elaborate, Gary? Well, we'll chat later. <laughs> Ooh, I know it ain't got nothing to do with me and Maria. <laughs> uh-uh. Good morning, everybody. Why would I, I would hate to swim. spend my last moment on this earth down at the bottom of the sea <laughs> in a, Gary. Sco- a, a tank with your annoying Fighting Gary off. <laughs> Boy, he, you know, Gary, uh, Gary's stomach be bloating and stuff, and you know the muscles gone and he can't hold it. How could I say goodbye to yesterday, honey? I say what, Gary? How could I say goodbye to yesterday? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the same is being brought to you by BET Culture's biggest night is hip hop's greatest celebration, the BET Awards 2023. That's live Sunday. June the 25th at 8, 7 Central on BET. Brett, yes. good morning. Good morning, Ricky. That Miss Sophia laugh. He's taking me out every time. Y'all going to hell. Yes, y'all. I promise y'all going to hell. That's all y'all. Okay. Yes, black folks on, and all y'all folks out there on Facebook on the internet sharing all the memes. Even the one y'all done put me in there talking about what you're going down there for. Uh, from the beach. Y'all, all y'all going to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we black folks ain't, ain't even going swimming this weekend. Black folks ain't doing nothing to do mm-hmm. with water this weekend. Ain't no black people on the beach. Ain't nobody, <laughs> nobody doing nothing. Yeah, we ain't even going to Subway special game. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. 
Y'all want to go to Subway? Black people going to be like, I'm good. I'm good. Take me over to Burger King. Give me some of them little nuggets. Yeah, I know they taste like deer ankles, but hey. You know what, Ricky? Deer ankles. I said, no wonder them damn nuggets get 24 for $6. Okay. Keep him, Jesus. Keep him. Help us, Lord. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. We might have a billionaire brawl on our hands, y'all. Uh, the billionaire uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the billionaire Elon Musk are talking about having a cage match. And there are people who think that they really want to throw down. So it all started because Zuckerberg's meta world uh, is working on a new social media platform that one executive referred to as a, quote, sanely run alternative to Twitter. Well, on Tuesday, Mark responded to some posts about it by saying, quote, I'm up for a cage match if he is. And Zuckerberg responded, send me the location. So Musk has suggested that they do an octagon in Vegas. Uh, sure, this could be metaphorical, but a spokesperson for Meta is suggesting Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg is willing to engage and in an actual physical fight. And as you may know, Zuck uh, is into jujitsu and all this other stuff and is actually really ready to fight these days. And even if he won a tournament recently, he even won a tournament recently. And as for Elon, well, you know, we could just say we heard he hired a trainer. So what do y'all think about Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk in a battle in like an octagon cage in Vegas. I would love uh, that. I, I wouldn't spend no time with uh, uh, getting in nothing with Elon Musk. He's so uh, 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 he's a fascist. He's a racist. I wouldn't be mm. nowhere near him. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Do I own anything? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> especially, K, what, what you think? <laughs> nah, I ain't interested in that because Zuckerberg is a nerd and Elon Musk is just a weirdo. He probably can really fight, though. Who, Elon prob- Musk? No, uh, Zuckerberg. All that money, he probably invested a lot in. Low-key can probably whoop his behind. Yeah. Well, if a Tesla was involved, honey, I'd probably go. So if they give me a Tesla, honey. I'd if you go. get to win a Tesla. You'll jump in the cage. <laughs> yeah, I'd jump in the cage with Zuckerberg. Was it Tesla? We're going to own Tesla. With Zuckerberg. Um, Elon. Elon Musk. Musk. Musk, yeah, Musk. Mm-hmm. And Zuckerberg owns Facebook. Yeah. So. Yeah, Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, you know what? <laughs> We're going to just see what happens with that. We're not really worried about it. Um, I'm still wondering what Gary's going uh, to do, what he has in mind for the, 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 the Titanic thing. He's guaranteed we'll never be on a submarine together. We're not riding a boat at this point. <laughs> at this point, we, black folks not going over a bridge. At, black, at this point, black folks ain't taking a bath. Like, I'm good for the week. I'm done with water. Oh. That's a lot. <laughs> the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, baby. 